every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we repurposed our mastermind, where we chatted with Mark Metry all about social anxiety. Today, for episode number 363, we are going to do a small talks episode on leading with your heart. So we've talked a lot in the past about leadership, and it's such a powerful concept. So What Kevin and I try to tell you and tell ourselves constantly is how do you consistently make your decisions with your heart and then afterwards strategize with your mind? Because when you're in a fearful state, sometimes the ego, you know, has expectations of self, expectations of others. And a lot of times when we're in fear or scarcity or, you know, we're under a time limit or we're struggling or we're in an unresourceful state or we're tired or late, sometimes we don't always lead with our heart. Sometimes we treat others poorly. Um, I've certainly been guilty of that. And this is something that we want to overcome. And like Kev said in the preamble, literally, it's always a short-term win for a long-term loss. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the old style of leadership, like leading through fear or like necessity. Like, yeah, there's a fine line and we're going to dive into like, my goal is always to lead with my heart in terms of if you, I always say, and you know this, family first. Like, family right. first. If something comes up, I don't care. Go take care of yourself. Go take care of your family. I'm always, I've always been that way. But I was, like, my last job was so bad with that. Right. They started off so good, and that's where I got a lot of that from. Like, anytime you need to be home for your family, don't worry about it. And then it just became like, eh, just go do what you're supposed to do. Kind of. And I don't ever want to lead that way. So... I think that now more than ever, well, I don't know the study. I got to learn the study so I can cite it. But they said, like, what are the most important things in a workplace? And wasn't, I believe, like, a good work environment was number one, I believe. Yeah, culture. Culture. And then, like, pay was, like, third or fourth. Right. I think this is one of those reasons why. So, as an example, like, Tiff the other day, she said, hey, the website will be done on Friday. And I was like, cool, that's fire. Awesome. And then she messaged me and said, hey, I'm going to spend time with family this weekend. Do you mind if it's a couple days late? Absolutely not. Of course not. Like, right. I want you to spend time with your family. I, you know, I, I know that you don't see them every day, right? So, like, go do that. What's two days on the website? It's not right. the end of the world. Like, you know, we've wanted a website for, a new website for six months. So, it's not, it's not going to break the bank. And I think right. that that's a long-term win for a, perceived short-term loss for the website not being up but like i'm convinced that's why people like working with us i think that's why tiff and amy like working with us because it's human first it's it's human interaction i understand that at the end of the day you're a human being who has needs you have emotions you have requirements you have bad days you have good days you have all these things and it's my job as a leader to show you that like at the end of the day i care just as much about the relationship as I do the results. And I know That's the results fine. will come 
if I feed the relationship the right way. You know, what's interesting. Um, right before you said that, I thought to myself, to be a great leader, you do have to care more about the person yeah. than the outcome. And that doesn't mean the outcome's not important, but it means the person's more important. And so one of the questions I would ask you would ask you right now, just for the listeners and and because I'm curious, when's a time where you don't feel like you led with your heart? Honestly. And why do you think that happened? For me, I think that's the only time that happens is number one, when I don't think I'm in a leadership position. Number one, and my ego wins. Like I would say that's you and I had an argument, a, a tiff, as you like to call it, mm-hmm. after our mastermind recently. And like I take full responsibility for that. Um, I think sometimes I forget that I'm leading and I'm trying to be right. I think that's a dangerous thing. Because if you're right. trying to be right, you're looking for a result. By definition, I have to make you wrong. If I, if I have to be right, I have to make you wrong. Versus right. why can't we be right or wrong together? Like, or why can't we find a, a middle ground yeah. that's better than both? Yeah, and which we is did, usually what we do. We did and after. That's what we did. We yeah. did after, but that's definitely the most shining recent example of of me. But I don't think I necessarily like when I'm when you and I are talking. I don't necessarily think of myself as like a leader. I think you and I are leaders together. Right. So I don't always think like I have a lot of power in this moment. Like my words are going to affect. Four, three other people on this call. Right. And I don't think I did a good job of that. And it just, yeah, I don't think I did a good job. And I didn't really lead by example. That's the other thing. Like Tiff and Amy were on that call. I didn't, I didn't do a good job of leading by example. Yeah, they get to, for, for the very first time, experience the yes. drive to five moments yeah, we l- talk about. Lucky them. Yeah, right, lucky them. <laughs> um, so do you remember this weekend we were on um, the book club? Yes. And I was driving to Emilia's place and I was just listening in and Mia, shout out to Mia, she mentioned that her seven-year-old son was drinking out of a big cup and her one-year-old admires her older brother and now is able to drink out of that big cup, uh, even though there was a lot of spills like failing forward. And I think what's interesting is we don't see ourselves as leaders because I don't think we fully understand and are hyper-conscious of how much we influence those around us. Every single thing you say, think, feel, and do, and believe is affecting those around you. Yeah. And that's why I love the concept of leadership. It, is, it has nothing to do with the position you're in. It has nothing to do with your title. It has nothing to do with your degrees. It has to do with, are you stepping up and being the human you aspire to be? And are you proud of that person in that moment and are you trying to influence those around you for a win-win-win you and i just talked before this episode about getting our intentions clearer out of the gate so that we can help each other get there and i think that's leadership well if you think about it depends on what your goal is so like if you were to think about some sort of business maybe in the financial circle where all they care about is the bottom line like we've got to make money for the shareholders Got to make right. money for the shareholder. That's, I mean, a lot of companies that way, honestly. But right. they have to care about the results more than the humans almost. Because number one, that's the way it's always been for them. And number two, they care more about those results. Where that's a short-term win. Right. It's a short-term win. You know, and it's not sustainable. So it's almost like 
this came up on the summit. I was on a summit, and I think Alan's going to be on it as well this uh, this weekend. I'll let you guys know when it comes out. But she asked at the end, like, I don't remember what she asked. Holly Vaughn, her name was. But I basically said, at the end of the day, oh, we were talking about getting clients. And I said, right. like, Holly, and for the listeners, I don't really subscribe to the, like, hammer marketing and then just let whoever comes to you come to you. I'm all about building relationships. And when I say like a relationship, I mean like a real relationship. Because at the end of the day, if number one is impact, number two for me is being down to earth. And I want to lead that way. Like then number three is probably money. But like if I accomplish one and two along the way and I don't get three, that's fine. I know I'm going to get three somewhere else. But I want to make sure I'm getting one and two. I don't want to skip. I'm not willing to skip one and two to get to three. And I think so many people are, are willing to do that. And that's how you, that really de- determines how you lead. You know, like, right. no, you better have the website done. We're losing money. No, really, how much money are we losing, number one? And like, you have a life too. And you have a family and you have things to do. Like, I, I don't think that's fair to people. So when do you, this is the strength and warmth yes. conversation a little bit too that I, I wanted to bring into this because there's a quote that I heard a long time ago that I've, I really do believe is true. Um, and I've, I've suffered from not heeding this warning a lot in my past. Givers need to set limits because takers have none. Yeah. And I've talked to Emilia about this recently like I think selflessness is our greatest strength but like we did an episode on Kev last week and I honestly would say that for you as well no no BS I I honestly think your selflessness and your generosity is your greatest strength now here's the interesting truth about that and I think that about myself honestly too in terms of my time my energy going out of my way for others but I also think that every strength comes with a weakness and I think the weakness for us is not being discerning enough about who we invest in I told Emilia recently, I said, I honestly do. I I honestly regret pouring so much of my time, energy, and money into people who really didn't want it. Um, There's a great book by Lucius Seneca. It's called On the Shortness of Life. And he has these eight principles to be careful of because time's your most valuable asset. And one of them is self-imposed servitude to thankless people. Um, I had someone reach out to me recently and, and basically apologize for the way they treated me early on in this entrepreneurial endeavor. And I appreciate that so much. And in my mind, it's like, wait a minute, like I'm grateful that I poured into that person, but at the same time, it's like, was I, what if I poured that same amount of time, energy and money into someone who really wanted the value who really wanted to go pro, so to speak, who really wanted, and, and I think leadership is being discerning. That, that, that's what I'll say. Is like, so with this example with Tiff, of course, like absolutely be there with your family. Like, but I think there are other times where we do have to lead and say like, no, this is important. We have to step up and do yeah. this. And I think it's knowing when and where to do that. And then the approach that you take that's so important. Well, I think it's also a, num- a couple things too. Knowing yourself, like, are, ha, is that a is that a habit in your past? Do you attract and let people like that in? I I don't. I, I like I know I don't. I I don't. I don't right. entitlement. I I cannot deal with people who have entitlement. It's just a thing for me. It's like, it's it's a 
a red cup and a sea of blue. Like, I see it from a mile away. Maybe not see it. I feel it. Right. And I don't... The second something gets like, you should do this for me because, that's entitlement. Like, no, right. I should As soon as it becomes an expectation. Yeah. Right? And so for me, it's like, I, my question to, to anybody, you or anybody, would be, do you have a history of letting those people in? Because yes, takers have no limits. Right? If, with a giver who's willing to give a lot. But what if that giver learned that only certain people are deserving of that giving? It's almost like that, that's the wall that's building the walls up around your heart versus just letting the right person come. Exactly. You know? And honestly, man, now that we're talking about this, you've helped me with that a lot. I and I talked to Emilia about this too. We care about each other so much that we witness us doing this with other people. Right. And she's so selfless that she'll literally do anything to help those around her. And from an outside perspective, I can see her doing it, but I can't see when I'm doing it. So she's able to point it out for me and I'm able to point it out for her. And honestly, Kev, like you were the one who helped me overcome that. Like long before I met Emilia, because you, it was so clear to you where it's like, dude, like what it always is to the other person. Right. Whereas with me, I don't get it necessarily. It's hard to notice. But you, then again, you have to check in with your, your goals. Your goals are to impact everybody, to leave every person, you know, to give them belief, to give them a dip into personal development, to help them accomplish their dreams. Like, that's your thing. I right. dude, I think it's par for the course. I just, hiring is the hardest process of any company. It's the most expensive process, probably. Right. Right? Sure. Be- because how many people do you, quote unquote, hire? I mean, you're not hiring people, but you're committing your time to them. Right. You know, and I think at the end of the day, it's it's got to be like anything else. Like, what are my habits? What are my patterns? Does this happen often? Is this something that I find myself falling into a lot where I'm investing in people who don't necessarily want what I want? And then Might I sp- regret this. Right. That's and then, one of the things. And that I will think help. the question is is can I lead the way I want to lead and get the results? Because if you're trying to lead a taker with a huge heart, I don't know that it's gonna work as well. Right. You know what I you mean? You also have to have the mentality of everything I pour into this person, I could be pouring into someone who is eager to learn, yeah. who understands the value, who's more willing to step up, who's not entitled, right? Dude, entitlement, you know, you've heard me say this, like of all the things in life to get, get understanding of all the things to get rid of, it's get rid of entitlement. Entitled people bother me. Same. They really do. I I actually said this recently on a podcast and I basically said, this is nothing against you if you play the lottery, but if you play the lottery, I I will never hire you because you want huge rewards for very little effort. Mm. It's a subconscious thing. I just won't hire you. That doesn't mean we can't be friends. That doesn't mean, you know, we won't add value as a listener or whatever, but like you're not going to be on the hyperconscious team because if you want huge rewards for minimal effort, you're already losing. Yeah. You know, we want hardworking people who who are willing to go that extra mile. And so it's kind of a beautiful thing. And I think the other thing too, and I have, we talked a little bit about leading by example. And this is something we'll have to do an episode on. The closer to a person you get, the closer to the truth you get about that person. Oh, yeah. That's a fire concept that we've really seen. But pay attention to what people are doing behind the scenes when it's only you and them. Because that's like, that's why I think it's amazing that you and I are, we talk to, I talk to Tiff every week, you talk to Amy every week, we have a team call every week. And like, that's as behind the scenes as you can get in terms of Kevin and Alan. Like, we're talking about business, we're talking about growth. And I think that it's beautiful because 
they get to see who we really are. They get to see us when we're stressed. Like oh, yeah. Tiff and Amy were in Florida when I was stressed. Like yeah. beyond belief. Tiff was at our Airbnb for a while. Like, you know, and I, that's what I love about the fact that like leading by example means all the time. Not just when it's conven- convenient, not just when you're in the public eye, not just when you're motivated to be the best version of you. It means all the time. And yeah. sometimes the best way to lead by example is to admit that you screwed up. That's okay too. Right. That's okay too. That's why I'm kind of happy that they were on the call where you and I had that argument because it's like, now look, we're fine. Everything's fine. But right. it's because we took something from it. Better than ever, man. Yeah. And we, we took something from it and said like, hey, that was on me. I literally texted Tiff and said like, that was on me totally. Like that was my, that was totally my bad. And I, I just want people to understand like, these things are going to happen. But like, how you carry on after is just as important as how it goes down in the beginning. Dude, more important. It's a great episode. And it's funny, we both we both did that after that difficult yeah. moment. So what's the 10-second 10, 10 blip for you or main takeaway for everybody? I think f- decide in advance, the, the Allen quote, decide mm-hmm. in advance what result you want from being the version of a leader you want to be. Like I want people, I want to be down to earth and I want to be connected and I want people to know I respected them. I believe if I do that, they will get just as much done, if not more, because they're happy along the way. Fire, man. Fire. What do you got? I would challenge the listeners to think about what Mia said about, you know, the seven-year-old, her seven-year-old son drinking out of a bigger cup. I think that's the best analogy I've ever heard for leadership. Like he's big drinking out of a bigger cup and because the little sister admired him, she was willing to believe in herself and try. And I think that all of us are the little sister mm. at times, and all of us are the seven-year-old drinking out of the bigger cup. So I've set the intention personally to drink out of the biggest cup possible in an effort to hopefully inspire those who want to drink out of big cups. And I, insp- I challenge everyone out there to think about themselves in that same light because that's happening all around all the time. And I think that that's what leadership's all about. Speaking of leadership, every single week, we will be talking on the Hyperconscious Mastermind about some way, shape, or form to lead your life better. So if you're listening to this, it's Wednesday. On Monday, the, the following, or the previous Monday, we did the five love languages. Every single week, it's our goal to bring you guys something that you can start leading in your own life. You can start leading yourself with. So it's going to be relationships. We talked about confidence. We talked about social anxiety. I think at the end of the day, it's a habit. Like, it's a habit to lead yourself. That's what doing the system is. That's what having consistency is. You're leading yourself. And at the end of the day, my client has a podcast called Tomorrow's Leader. He says the most important person you can lead is yourself. If you can't lead yourself, it's really hard to lead others, right? So I think at the end of the day, it's important to continue learning, growing, evolving, and then putting those things into action. And that's why we designed that mastermind to help you guys get around people who are doing it or maybe struggling to do it. And you can lead them, right? Or maybe you're struggling to do it and somebody can lead you. So that is the goal. Mastermind, Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every week, from here on out till forever. Forever. Rain, sleet, snow or shine, holiday or not, we will be there Monday at 6 p.m. Even if it's just Kevin and I. (laughs) Yes. We we will keep showing up. Keep showing up always. Um, so I will say this. If you know anyone who's attended one of our masterminds, just reach out and ask what it was like. 
I just want to lower the intimidation factor because I, I talked to someone earlier today because we have one coming up tonight because today it's Monday when we're recording this. And I said, honestly, you don't have to talk. You, you can put your thing on mute. You don't have to be on video. Like, just, just give it a shot. Give it a try. And the last thing I'll say is recently someone close to me was very fearful of attending something like this. And then afterwards, she texted me and said, I am so grateful that you challenged me, that you pushed me to show up because that was unbelievable. And she didn't even talk. Who cares? You don't have to talk. Just right. listen in first. Dip your toe in. It might be great. So if you know anyone on the mastermind, reach out, ask them how it is. I guarantee you they're going to give you the truth of it was valuable to some extent. I don't know if it's valuable in the way we hope, but I'm sure it's valuable in some regard, even if it's just connecting with someone else in there. So again, um, the mastermind, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday. And uh, we will talk to you. Also, soon. real quick, new hyperconsciouspodcast.com website is up and live. Still at the top of the page, join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. It'll take you to our private Facebook group, uh, hyperconsciousnation. Thank you, Tiff. You are the best. Make sure you check it out. There are some ravishing photos of Alan and myself. Oh, yeah. And if you speak Latin, there's some stuff in there for you, too. <laughs> no, it'll be gone by then. <laughs> I know. Ladies and gents, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, my challenge to you is to start leading yourself in the best way you can because other people see what you do on the day-to-day. And uh, we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.